0: Guys, welcome to Sky Squids. My name is Ambro Ciala. It's your boy, Black Zeus, a.k.a. I I got to do it, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> He always wants to do these AKA, AKA I'm like, I don't have any AKs I've had plenty of aliases You will
1: probably get some
0: AKs <laughs> <laughs> From you, okay yes. <laughs> And uh, the voice that you're hearing right now Is Teresa Lively Riney With Fathom Realty And we also have her husband Jason Riney Together they are the investor couple And we're gonna get to know them On this episode today Before we do that though We always have an icebreaker And our icebreaker is called So. And if you have listened to the show, we always ask a question to each person. Um, Just a reminder about our show.
2: Yeah, guys. So we got a nice little format going right now. So week one, we do conspiracy theories um, where we just basically break down any information of what's out there. It's not necessarily our opinions all the time, but we just like to research what's out there and put the facts out there and really just kind of like let y'all's brains go crazy at three, three a.m. in the morning. Knowing that y'all are thinking about Sky Squids, or give you a nightmare, or a nightmare, sleep paralysis. <laughs> That's going to be right. on the on episodes. Yeah, soon. I want to talk about that. Um, week two, we actually have a. Um, therapist Amy come in. She's actually like accredited, guys. Like She has the degree. She has the certification. So it's not just some Joe Blow.
0: If you've heard past episodes, you know know. she's a real deal. Real deal, deal
2: Holyfield. So we have her come on and then um, we answer questions from uh, different people listening or viewing. Uh, We had a member actually, we had a fan come on and actually talk with us for like 15-20 minutes last episode. Uh, Week three, which is what we're doing today is entrepreneurship. So it can be anything. Whatever hustle you got we want you to come on the show promote it get your insight your background your inspiration you know trying to help not only your business but motivate the next person to like jump on it, go after it
0: or even answer questions cuz some people don't know where to start when they're starting a business, they they get overwhelmed yep. and it's just kind of like a stepping stone or of what to expect and and how to grow your business. Facts, facts.
2: Yeah. So very educational there, very motivational there, but um you get to really talk to people that are in that industry that are doing it, like actually going after it. And then week 4 is kind of open, it's more pop culture, so uh, I think we're really discussing on like trying to bring influencers or you know reality stars or you know athletes just different people in different forms of pop culture having them come on and just talking about current events like yep. anything from drag race to Super Bowl just happened to Dallas we're, local we're news gonna whatever. we ain't going to talk the halftime show. So we, not, ain't we
0: don't have enough time, <laughs> we to, don't, talk we have no time to talk time about the show.
2: Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so
1: many opinions. Right. Uh, so many.
2: So many. But that's our format for Sky Squids right now. We're sticking to that. So every week, just know every week of the month,
0: you're gonna get something specific to really just kind of helping people better themselves and And who likes to hear the same podcast over and over? I mean, the same subject can get a little bit redundant. Yeah. Not to down anyone that's doing that already, but um we I wanna do something different and not just do it for us, like open up a platform for people to be heard that normally don't get heard. Yeah. So we're gonna for start sure. with our icebreaker. This one is for Teresa. Okay. What is one phrase you wish you could ban from everyone's vocabulary?
1: Oh, my gosh. I have teenagers, so there's so many that I don't even understand what they're saying.
2: (laughs) Um, I'm shooketh. What's the latest one?
1: (laughs) You know, I don't pay that much attention, actually. For me, it would probably be something like, I can't.
0: I can't. Yeah, you
1: know you can if you want to. Yeah, so just kind of get out of that mindset of I can't.
0: Yeah. yeah, I like that. Okay, and we're gonna go to Jason. Jason, what do you think about that? <laughs> uh, I think she stole my answer because I would have done the same thing. <laughs> uh, I can like tell
3: the kids that they always can and can't. not a word in our vocabulary. Okay, if
0: you look okay at I at like it from the
3: wrong aim, angle, you'll never get to the finish line.
2: Facts. I had a coach that did that every time we said can't. Like football training, he'd give us a punishment.
3: He'd run or...
2: Yeah, no, we'd have to run or do push-ups, but we're already working out. So if it was yeah. like we're doing chess and you say can't, then you had to do like a hundred push-ups. Mm. And it's like, oh, dang, now I'm really screwed. Like,
3: <laughs> I was raised with the phrase that can't never won.
0: Yeah. My teacher used to... The, when people, It's not the same, but they used to say can't. Uh, oh can't my god yeah, My teacher's like, can't ain't a word. <laughs> I'm like, neither is ain't. right.
2: <laughs> That's funny. You can pick a card, okay, and then you get to choose who you choose. think the, it's a good card for. Okay, okay. okay so I can t- you choose whatever card, yeah, you want, mm-hmm. and then you can read it and be like, "Ooh, I think this would be good for you. Ambrose." Okay.
1: Ooh. <laughs> what would your ten-year-old self think about your present self?
0: Oh my gosh, um, that's like a RuPaul question. I did, right? <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is. What would you tell your ten? year old well, What are you going to do for tomorrow's time show? Um, 10 years old, honestly, probably that I got a lot accomplished that I, that I never thought that I would accomplish in life or that I thought I could accomplish in life. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. Like I, I just, I've done a lot of things to get to where I am now. Right. And so, yeah, I think they would, uh, my 10 year old self would be like, Hey, keep going cause we're rich. <laughs> we're oh my God. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. Right. We're halfway there. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. This is for
2: uh, Jason. Jason, my man, my man, my man. If everyone had to decide on their career path at age six. Oh, this is good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What would your life look like now? That's good for Entrepreneur We mm. That's good. At age
3: six, it probably would have been something dumb like. Throwing rocks. Football star. Something <laughs> I never could have accomplished this is probably what my goal would have been at six. Yeah. My brother always has aspirations of being a gas station attendant at six. My mom said those were high aspirations. <laughs> we always giggled. A gas like, station attendant? You <laughs> have <laughs> a high yeah. probability of succeeding in life. Job right there. <laughs> we were young. It was, uh, what do you want to be? And I would uh, fireman, what do you want to be? Gas station attendant. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> I had to do the windows.
0: squeegees the whole night. Oh, my God. This looks fun. Yeah. They still do that in uh, Connecticut. I don't know if they Yeah. They why do. Why they they have, have to pump, pump, your, and pump, to pump your, your gas. gas it's a law, and actually. Energy.
3: Yeah, I got out. Wait, what? You can't like pump in Oregon your... or something. I think it's that way too. I
1: was in Jer- New Jersey wrong, once, and I didn't. I was like, "Why are they pumping our gas?" He said, "It's illegal to pump your own gas." So there's a lot of states up north. It's yes, illegal so to <laughs> pump your own gas.
0: I got that out of So I'm like, "Bro, if you don't get off my car, like, <laughs> hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> well, I pulled up to the gas station. I was in Connecticut, mm-hmm. and uh, I just pulled up. I got out of the car, and the guy ran out. And he's like, "You need something from inside?" And I'm like. No, and he's like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna fill you up," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, uh, okay." Do I pay here in my car too? <laughs> right, right. Now, do you remember those days? I don't. I've oh, never. Wow. That was the first time I've ever experienced that type of service, and it was actually kind of nice. I'm like, they need to bring that. back. I'm not back. saying I remember a lot of it, but I do remember my parents <laughs> pulling up,
3: and yeah, you just sat there, and they oh, bring yeah. the whole little. Credit card machine over. Really?
0: Oh man! Oh, yeah. There was
1: a gas station in Fort Worth when I lived there, probably in my early twenties, and there was one gas station, and they had one pump that you could still pull up, and someone would come out, pump your gas.
0: That's so, wild. Need yeah. to bring check that back. Oil. You do paid the whole a little
1: windows. extra, but
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Rainy
1: days, cold yeah, like days. A few cents
3: extra a gallon. Yeah. Like you
1: i
0: mean, you can know. like.
3: I'll pay a little in, bit extra. You pay like seventy-five cents or eighty cents. Yeah.
0: I, mean, I'm I remember when gas was like 105. Oh. <laughs> man, I drive everywhere. Where we going? Where we going now? Uh, how far I got, is it? I got Let me Google dark. Map it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't Google Map. It was MapQuest back in the day. Oh, my <laughs> God. MapQuest. And Can Yahoo you... Maps. And Yahoo Maps. Golly. Yahoo Maps get you lost, though. <laughs> All would. the time.
1: I, I, I've i ended up in many fields. <laughs> said, this oh, is not, my
0: God. This is where we were you supposed to be? Oh, my God.
3: All right, what you got for me? This is a good one. Oh, shit. Yeah. If you could give your parents advice
2: on how to raise you, what would you tell them? Ooh. If I give them... Okay. So, single parent, father, which is outrageous, especially back then. I would say... um, I think the biggest advice I would give him is, let me do it my way. Like... Like you know, show me the path that's right, but let me do it my way, within my way of thinking. Like, don't force me to to see it from your perspective or how you want it to get done. Like, just let me show you what I'm trying to do the way that I want to do it, and then help me mold that path to be successful versus I did it this way and it worked this way, so I know this way will work, so let's do it this way. It's like, that's fine, I get it, but I don't see it that way, you know what I mean? So like- At least give
1: you that little slack. Yeah, Either let you make mistakes, let right. you figure out your path, and, and then me through it.
2: <laughs> exactly, like you know, what I mean, kind of guide me if I get off a little bit, but yeah. let me stay on this path that I, I see, you know, mm-hmm. or my vision, and then let's work together on that. And um, I think that, that that would be the, the best advice I could give to my. That's my good father. parenting
1: advice for all parents out there. Actually, even now with little kids, that's good parenting I mean, advice. You yeah.
0: Know, like, I, you, I feel like
1: you, you got to not helicopter so much and kind of let them
0: make mistakes. And yeah, I'm a helicopter parent with yeah. my dogs. Oh, my God. He's, so, <laughs> he is. he's too helicopter. He's just like, I'm like, just like, don't do that. Or you can't do this. My mom's like, Le- leave those dogs alone. They're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. I
3: feel like people are backwards with their helicopter. Really? So I feel like they have children at an infancy stage and they're in this goo goo love phase Mm -hmm. and they're like this open arm and let them do whatever oh yeah 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 which starts them on this path of I can do whatever and then whenever they realize I can't control this child anymore then they start hammering it in and And then it's it's too too late late by then then, it's too late by then Mm -hmm. oh yeah like when I had my son I had a, a guideline I wanted to raise him under which was when he can't remember and is all young be very strict and then loosen it and loosen it and what my goal was was by 18 I was hoping to be able to just go eh versus dang it boy and grabbed by the neck you know <laughs> it's, the homer you know, simpson thing. Simpson, yeah <laughs> it's like when i first started i was real strict real controlling and i loosened the control as we grew older so in the, the image yeah. of it by the time he's 18 i'm just tapping him going that's wrong that's wrong but he's doing his own thing by 18 because we have to be honest oh, at 18 good. they're leaving right yeah
1: no he's they, not he's well, still there that's what we all think
3: his parents <laughs> ideally
2: ideally <laughs> no, he's they're a leaving. great
1: kid and you can't have an
2: 18 year old that's not ready you I know. do okay and we had a we had a conversation about this with um, Amy Amy and I was and I was just thinking like okay from a parent's
1: mm-hmm.
2: point of view right obviously being adults I don't have kids like right. probably never gonna happen Ugh.
1: and that's okay
2: it's okay I, well, I mean it. I've had my I fair share kids. of raising They're a furry. kid. I had to like literally take care of my little cousin uh during the summer. So I'm baby feeding diapers, right. he's crying like I and there's no like someone come help me. It's just me and him there. So I've had my share of I know that like, yeah. right? right? But do you think it's really like as a society how we how we have things set up. Do you think it's fair from someone who's been 18? And had to make certain adult decisions at 18. And then now looking at your kid in a society, do you think it's fair that we put this high pressure on young adults, air quotes, to have to make a decision on exactly who they want to be for the rest of their life right at 18? Absolutely not. Okay, because I because I thought that maybe I would get roasted for that, but I wanted to speak to We're parents. We're
1: very adamant with our children. I mean, they've both come to us. Mm-hmm late in their teenage years, 16, 17, 18 years old. I don't know what I want to be. I don't know what I'll do. I don't know where I want to go. And we were are both that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right now, where you think you want to go at 25 is not going to where you want to be at 30. At right, 30. right, right. So, right now, be happy. Be productive. Find out what makes you happy. What's your passion? And it'll lead you to where you're supposed to be in life.
2: Right, right, right.
1: So yeah, we we do not put pressure on our kids to. You have to get a four year degree. You have to know if you want to be a doctor. You have to you know know if you want to get married and have children.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travel, that's too much. Travel. Yeah. Have fun
1: with your friends. Right, like right. live your life right now. And, oh,
3: that's good. Yeah, you're. I learned quickly whenever I went to college. It took me three three and a half years to realize I had three different degrees. And uh, life changes fast. Quick. So to three get out of high school and majors. think that you know, yeah, three different majors in three and a half years. So you went from this one to that one.
2: How do you know know did you want to be when you uh, graduated from high school? What yeah. And it was you know. weird because I took one of those, um, I took one of the, because um, I took one of those, uh, I, I think they call it, it yes. aptitude. It's like um, an aptitude test or something like that. Yeah. So you take the test and it's like all these random questions or whatever, right? And it's basically supposed to be, it's supposed to tell you what you're most likely wanting to be. Um, based on how you answer certain questions or whatever, right? And of course, it told me I wanted to be like an engineer or something like yeah. that. And I think it's just—I just think it was kind of <laughs> weird because, like, I think they only did that because I'm good at math, right? Right? Like, I'm just—I'm <laughs> good at math. It's not—and this thing is like—it's not necessarily something I enjoy doing, right. but I just my mind can process x plus y equals c. I can process it, right? But it's so funny because they go like, like you said, like it goes like three years of, of, of college, and I'm still at the point where it's like, I don't like none of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like none <laughs> yeah. of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and and it now, happens like that. You it's know what I mean? Like, you're everybody. 22 and everybody's looking at you like, all right, you're about to graduate. Your life's going to be set. And I'm like, N-no.
3: no. Uh, yeah. So I worked in a company that they based their whole company on those tests. No. 100%. And I believe in them. Believe in them a lot more than you probably think. Really? And their basis on it was they give everybody the test and they'll tell you your personality type. Yeah, okay. So let's say that you have a personality type that you like to talk a lot.
0: That's me. And mean.
3: I <laughs> put you in a desk and make you count all day long. It's terrible. But you're really good at math and you love counting. And I make you go sell stuff.
2: Oh, You're yeah, not good at talking. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're no. like,
3: go put me behind that desk and give me a spreadsheet and make my life great for people who love to count. Right. So that's what they would do is they would take people and put them in the right seat. So now, all of a sudden, everybody in the company is doing exactly what they love. And all day long, they're like, I get paid for this? I literally get to do all this? And you're just a part of a team in the right seat versus being forced into the wrong seat because guess what? That makes a lot of money. And as Americans and as people, I think we do that a lot. And we go, oh, that just makes a lot of money.
2: I want to do that. But you're horrible at it. Okay, so then how do you think that? Okay, I do see where that's very, very, very valuable in a corporate like set just because everyone's going to have a very repetitive uh specific task how do you think that figures in with creatives because then there's no where's where's the aptitude test for someone who wants to do music or someone who wants to paint or someone who wants I to do you an architecture but not from the technical aspect but maybe architectural from the artistic Design where does that aspect, yes. yeah what is that example fit in, in our way?
3: industry for what we do <clears throat> i took the test I'm pretty good at talking, and I'm pretty good at sales, and I can do it. I'm really good. You send me to an appointment, you send me a sales call, I'm great. People love me. But when I walk out the door, it was the hardest thing I've had to do all day. Yeah. So mm-hmm. put me on one. I'm going to go win that baby. But don't put me on four. I'm not coming out with a four-peat. Right, right, right. That's going to be the worst day, and I'm going to come home thinking I had the hardest day. Now you take her and stick her in that scenario. She can go to four appointments, come out, be like, "What are we doing after this?" Right. It's, it's go time. Who we yeah. talk
1: to today? Right, right,
3: And right, right. we get in the car right after four appointments. She's <laughs> like, "What are you ready to do?" I'm like, "Go home." Right. I mean, I know you ran the whole thing, but I am still ready to go <laughs> right, home. Right. so much stress on me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like I said, in the night, like while I'm there, people are like, "You did fine. Why are you ready to go home?" And I'm like, "You don't realize what I had to put myself through to get my energy up to do what we just did." Right, right, right. Where she doesn't have to work up the energy, I do. Well, makes sense. I, I get like that sometimes. Put me behind a desk and Say maybe these. do paperwork
1: for
2: eight hours. Like, I'm gonna
1: want to blow my brains out. Yeah, right.
2: yeah. yeah. Oh my I god! That was like the first time I worked though. at a I'm call like, center, I was like, they was like, oh my god, here's Cheryl. She's been working here for twenty years." And I'm like, Cheryl, you have to hate your life, don't you? <laughs> right. Cheryl's like, 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 I love it. And I'm like, I,
0: when they tell me I'm that calls, I'm, I'm, with Everest, yeah, oh, when they, they tell me that, I'm like, I feel
2: so bad for you. I I feel so bad for you. but then like he says, it's like. Right, like he's y'all were idiot, putting yourselves
3: would... in seats that you didn't fit
2: in. Yeah, right. and I was just to make like, money. No
3: rent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean come sometimes back tomorrow. you got to do
0: it. I mean, right. it's look at life. people on the internet
3: all the time. You see people at YouTube and they're like, "I'm going to go make a YouTube channel." <laughs> Not if you don't have the personality. You don't. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's going to nobody's going to want to see yep. it. Nobody's going to want to engage with it. So, right. Everybody can want to do something because there's a, you know you can calculate the books and see wow if I put out X amount of videos and I make this many views I can make this much money. But unless you aren't talented at it, exactly. not even talent, it's just not natural to you. Engaging. It's not your natural yeah. how you just live life. Yeah, I can see that. And that was kind of the way that their whole test taught us. It taught us three phases of your life and how you handled stress and how you did other things. And like, if you think about your life, when you get put under stress, you act totally different. Like you may just whistle Dixie down the street. All of a sudden somebody puts you on and, and people can tell you things and you handle it well. Yeah. Add stress, and they can say the same thing. He's like, oh, shut up. Why? Because you're under stress. You're under stress. Some people handle stress differently. And like for me, if I start yelling at people and get real quiet, you know, I'm about to blow up. I'm under stress. Right. And that's how I handle it. I just back myself into a corner because I'm nice to everybody until finally I'm like, nice is over. I got to finish this. Right. And yeah. that's when you see me get quiet. I go focused. Some people respect it, and some people hate it. But i yeah. come out and I'm like, you're going to do this, and you're going to do this, and you're going to do this, and we're out of here. And we're done. And that's me in my child phase doing all of that. And that, that's just how I learned in that test, how I was. That the moment that I get put under stress, and once I knew it, it's very apparent. You stick a, a big stack of work on my table and I'm in child mode. Yeah. I get
1: real stressed <laughs> and I start just yelling and that. screaming at people.
0: Right. That's, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I'd be the same way.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but to, you know, right, we're going to get back on to. Sure while you're here. Right
0: we want everybody to get to know you guys and, and learn some things about what you do um, so I'm just gonna we're gonna just talk about some things but I do want to ask you guys some questions and, and whoever wants to answer out of you guys can go ahead and do that but um, the, one of the questions I had for you guys is uh, what <laughs> it go off? oh there yeah, it <laughs> right when I was about to read it. Um, what was the turning point in your life that made you decide to open up your own business?
1: Oh, gosh. I should probably let Jason start this because he was an entrepreneur when I met him and I was not. Okay. And I was very scared of that world. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On our first date, he said what are you doing working for someone else? You need to be <laughs> working for yourself. And I was like, but I have health insurance. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have things and, to do.
1: Weekends off, Yeah. Right, so right. Took me a little time to, <laughs> for him to convince me, but he was an entrepreneur before when I met him.
3: I spent five minutes of hanging out with her on our first date. I asked her on the first date why she doesn't work for herself. and She gave that list of things. And I said, so you like making money for somebody else? <laughs> she goes, what do you mean? I said, you're going to see it one day you're going to realize and then I guess about three years into, and ironically when what were we went, you what
2: were you doing at that because you, you said he was already entrepreneur what were you doing at that time
3: buying and selling houses obviously. oh okay and okay, flipping okay. houses? houses Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: so when we met she
3: was in between jobs like not in between jobs like out of work like had just finished one and was going to start the next one on like Monday or Tuesday State mm-hmm. National which was a really a transfer State kinda. National <laughs> and we met literally between those two jobs, like oh, nice. five days off, and was taking a break, and then she was going to go start that new job. And within three years, she got herself to a point that she had nowhere to go. She was stuck and finished. And I was like, "I told you, you were going to be done working for somebody else pretty soon."
1: I just kind of worked my way through the company and I was at a point where I could either be in management or travel, and I didn't want to do either. Right,
0: well, right. So, yeah, who wants to do that? Yeah, then? unless you're set up for it. But if you have a family, then yeah.
1: And We met in 2009, and I got my real estate license in 2015, so it took me a little time for him to convince me, but I'll let you finish the, the question.
3: <laughs> how did I get into entrepreneurship? It really found me. It's more like worked here, worked there, and had jobs, and then they just ended through whether it was the economy or whatever it was, and that's how I found kind of the, the working for yourself, making commissions, and selling, and that's when I realized... I've been working for the wrong people. Yeah. And I think we all kind of as people sit down and think, why am I working so hard? I know I don't get paid what I'm deserved.
2: Right. You don't. You never you don't. will. You never will. If you're working for someone else, they're always. taking home the big check.
3: I I was saying earlier, I was talking with Ambrose and I said, you know, one thing is I try to teach people that I meet and the kids, that, my kids, is that, you know, you should always work for a percentage of an income because then you never have to ask for a raise. So like in real estate uh, with us we work for 3% of what a house is worth. Right. So when houses start becoming more expensive, we just make more money. It pays us. We don't it, Now take that over and say we worked for a real estate agency on a salary and the prices of houses go up. Right. is going to make a ton of money, but me as an employee, I have to say, "Hey, I've been working hard. I notice we've gotten more houses in and the company seems to be doing well. Can I now get an extra nickel?" <laughs> we'll think about with it. All the thousands you've been making over the last week. I mean, right. <laughs> so go work somewhere, whether it's selling cars, selling insurance, selling some kind of a product that is a percentage of a wealth. Because when the product, the stock market, and everything starts going up, you just ride the show. Right.
1: Or even as I mean, I was saying nice. earlier, even like design. I mean, anything yeah. that you do for yourself, you know, you kind of make make you your own it. salary, yeah. set your own, you know, the more experience you get and then, Better you get at your craft, the more you can make.
2: Right. So, I, I think I really noticed that I just never because like, I was doing music in school, and I was just doing it because me and my buddy enjoyed doing it. And then I started meeting like engineers and people stuff because I would engineer all of our music and rap and do make the beats and all that stuff. And then when I would meet other people doing it in the business side, it was mm-hmm. like you make your own schedule, you make your own money, you set your own prices. Like, and that like intrigued me. I was just like. You're doing something that's fun all day, every day, and you get to tell everybody how much you're worth. So, like, it's unlimited. Absolutely. It's unlimited what you can really make. It's all, You know what I mean? Like, it was just yeah. – it just shocked me that I'm like, I'm over here trying to be an engineer, and I'm going to have to work for some engineering firm and get all these degrees, and it's just like, dude, you sitting over here yeah, having a good time. Me,
1: I mean, for me, it was yeah. about – I mean, of course, the money, the, the potential of the money.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
1: it's not, it's not a lot of money when you first start out. You –
0: Nothing is, though. Hard. You have to. Yeah, yeah. To and put real estate
1: is hard.
2: <laughs> I, I can only imagine.
1: It, you know, I've heard, well, you just open doors. Okay, well,
2: uh, it's not opening that's doors. That's what you think. <laughs>
1: but uh, m- more than the money, it was time. Time with my kids, time with my husband, time with my family. I can go on vacation, really, whenever I want. Yeah. Am I working the entire time? Probably. But I'm on the beach doing it.
2: <laughs> right, right, right. right. I'd rather be, if I'm going to work, I'd rather work on the beach. mean? Exactly. Yeah. You know, anyway.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a big factor for me of going into business from my, ourselves, yeah. myself with my husband. So,
2: I mean, I think that freedom, the freedom aspect is a big part of it mm-hmm. though. I mean, you know, cause like having a nine to five, they tell you where to be, when to be. And then if you want to be off, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like you it's got someone fiasco. who's you always end up in control. Him. It's like, can I be off? We'll, I remember, we'll let you know.
1: I remember thinking, I, someone tells me when I can go to the bathroom.
2: You know, you get, as an adult,
1: as an adult, I get two fifteen minute breaks a day and I got to decide when to go to the bathroom. I mean, that's, you know, I, and that life is for a lot of people. Yeah. Entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Oh it
0: no, definitely not.
1: It's a grind and it it's hard. It is. If you don't work, you don't make money. Mm-hmm. So a very hard
3: disciplined job that people don't. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. That's a hard disciplined job that people don't understand.
1: You have to get up every single morning and say, I have to work on something today. Mm-hmm. If I don't, I'm not going to make any money. <laughs>
3: right. So, I mean, especially in the industry that we're in with real estate, we hear so many people that they just want to be a stay-at-home mom or, I, you know, I ran out of work, so I'm going to be a real estate agent pretty offensive. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't find it's any like other that. job so I figured I would just do yours. But wait, isn't ah. it oh, Wow. Yeah. yeah, let's let's see how long and you last. Now, Call me back a year from now and tell me how easy it was. right
1: shade on those people that do that, but it is they do find out how hard it is. I actually met with a new agent last night. I met with a group of agents last night, some women that are in my brokerage and um, she's brand new mm-hmm. and she's a mom and she said, I didn't realize how much work this was going to be. I, you know, I really just want to spend time with my kids and, and maybe make some extra money on the side. And I just did not understand yeah. how hard it was going to be to do the hut. So, um, she had a new appreciation, but she's going to be great. She's going to do yeah, good yeah. things, but
0: Yeah. I've always appreciated you, Teresa. Just to let y'all know, she she's my realtor and my friend. Yeah. <laughs> she actually sh- sold us our home, two homes, yeah. and sold our last home for us. And uh, she definitely did a good job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jason was there to help. I th- I liked that Jason was there every time because he always gave us his perspective on, you know, the windows or if anything needed to be done or to look at this, things that we didn't know to look for right. when buying a new home.
1: And just our kind of our background, Jason has been in new construction, he has pretty much everything to do with. He, I call him the house whisperer. <laughs> he's done everything he can, he's not a licensed agent, but he has flipped houses, been a landlord,
3: built whole, houses, built houses,
1: wholesale properties. Um, and now we work together. Yeah, I never together really like,
3: yes, the question earlier, how do you become an entrepreneur? How do I get into this? And it, I didn't set out to be into this. I honestly woke up out of college and decided I wanted to build houses that was yeah. the ultimate goal I always mm-hmm. thought I would love to build a house so then I just started working for a builder as a warranty guy and worked my way up from there until I ultimately worked with a custom builder and built custom homes oh and wow back in 2006 there was a real estate crash and it was ironic because I was kind of like was moving out of that into my own thing and it didn't work and I was not understanding that we were I mean I was young. yeah I didn't realize the market was crashing Oh wow! I was sitting there in denial, like I've worked so hard, and this is my answers. This is what I get for all yeah, that yeah, hard work. And yeah, I finally decided I'm gonna do it myself. Right, and then working for other people. And so that
0: that was your turning it was point, my big right? Slap there. In my
3: face that I was sitting at home, and then I answered an ad and started flipping houses. I got in with a big company, and yeah, but it was all. I mean, it was a franchise system of house flippers, but it was all independently owned and a lot of cool, neat things out of there. But that's kind of when I really started working for myself by myself. And became my own person. But I mean, that was
2: 2006. Oh, wow. So, I mean, okay. forever. I guess I, I have a question just because sure. you got, especially with real estate, because I feel like real estate's a very big, um, I feel like real estate's one of those, I want to take a stab at being an entre- entrepreneur. It's like one of those top ones that people always say I'm going to oh, jump yeah, into. Oh yeah, hold on.
0: When the quarantine started, everybody <laughs> wanted to be a realtor. They were like, <laughs> oh, oh my yeah, god. I'm gonna- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I had good to be off Facebook. I had to get off Facebook because it was like, "Hey, man, you looking
2: for a house?" I'm like, "Bro, no. Like, you you I,
0: haven't even sold one home, right?" right. Me
2: <laughs> it's like when you start selling houses. Oh, two weeks not, ago. Not to knock
0: anyone that's starting out, but no. these are people that no. that saw that people were making money in quarantine, like that selling sure. the houses, and they just jumped in on it and wanted to get the money.
1: We were very surprised when COVID hit. I was like, "Oh man, our business is going to tank, right?" Right. Because there's this. We didn't know how dangerous this virus was. We didn't know what the world was going to do. We just hear everyone's shutting down. Right, 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 right. We're like, we're not going to make any <gasps> money. And we're, we're both in real estate. So it's right. not like one of us can go out and make money. So 2020 was our busiest, biggest year to date. And really? No, it, yeah, it was. 100%. What? People, especially toward the second half of the year, people were like, I'm working from home. My job said, we're not going back to the office. I'm getting out of Dallas. I'm getting out of the Metroplex. Move me out to the country. And they we were driving. They wanted They
3: wanted to get away from their neighbor. They wanted arm's mm-hmm. reach. So they said, get me a house. Get me out of the country. Give me a
1: little land. Get I me no me longer have to drive me. to
3: the high rise. I don't have to go to the office. I don't have to go do this any longer. And my office has already said they'll never open up again. My well, kids, wow. So they already my kids, knew.
1: My kids are going to school at home. So if we have to switch schools, perfect time to do it. Right. Right. So they go back. So we were driving. We drove so much, but we were, we didn't shut down. Jason and I didn't shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I don't remember eating or sleeping during 2020. Like it was crazy. It was go crazy. sell, go we were, sell, go sell. We were driving probably about an hour out from the Metroplex almost every day, just showing houses. Wow. Yeah,
2: because they wanted to. Never would have thought.
1: We wouldn't either. <laughs> we were we were scared. I was scared. Going oh, yeah, to made the huge cr- changes.
3: I've done that before. I, I went through a crisis in the yeah. crash. Yeah, yeah. Crash, and the first thing I did was sold my Jeep. I wasn't going to be in the
2: high payment. Right, right. You just like. Cut, uh, cut losses like you are, you by you the end knew. of
3: 2020, I could have paid it off. Was like, Dang, <laughs> like, what was Dang I thinking? He still misses <laughs> so, that Jeep, right? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I remember. I was like, This this is crazy. We're about to go through. I mean, I thought we were crashed through the floor, yeah, mm-hmm. is where I thought we were headed because, like I said, I saw 2009, I lived through it, it was horrible, and I thought this was gonna be part two.
2: Yeah, it's like it's coming again. It's like cut losses
3: mm-hmm. for some reason. It didn't. I understand mm-hmm. why people are moving. I mean, you as a society most people don't spend much time at home or historically didn't right we bought a house that was a place we slept if we wanted to throw a party it could cut the mustard right 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 2020 hit and you're there everyone's at home every day all day all day you're looking at it what in the heck did i buy (laughs) this does not fit my needs yeah if i'm gonna have to be here with my family 24 7 this doesn't work their
1: 1400 square foot house got a lot smaller with three kids
2: and everybody's during, there during at the
0: same time. You know, they're the time uh, and they're home all the time. home Trying to do homeschooling. Homeschooling, trying to work
2: from home. Yeah. Uh-uh. Somebody need an office small. now. It's just like, You're no. You're trying to do your
3: work from home, and the neighbor yes. wants to do a woodworking project. <laughs>
0: Right oh, yeah. in the middle
3: of your calls. they yeah. are doing uh, uh-huh. TikToks in the
0: Absolutely. other room. Right. <laughs> mommy, mommy. Yeah. Mom, everybody decided,
3: I mean, a lot of people decided they just couldn't live in the house they had. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Big I
0: mom. mean, we we learned that, too. You know, as soon as quarantine happened, we couldn't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. We couldn't do a lot of things that we like to do. So now we had to buy a bigger house. and Get we, your own gym. We wanted outside. Now <laughs> right, we have right. our own gym. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and, we got our own gym now. we have yes. our own outside and, and our own swimming pool. Right. We don't have to swim with everybody. Yep. Absolutely.
2: No, but what I was going to say is, is um, I do think um, like the knowledge, I think for any industry is like a big thing, but just for, you know, people that are, you know, are in entrepreneurship, I mean, what do you think, like, how do you, what do you think is the best way to get like some understanding of like jumping into any industry just because you know, there's so many entrepreneur aspects. Even in just like some jobs that people see as just this is just this is only a corporate job, but this is the only way you can succeed in this type of industry. Like in this industry, what do you guys feel is like the best way for someone to like reach out and get like education or mentorship or try to get their start or get their feet wet? What do you think is the best way to go about that aspect if they don't have any type of exposure to entrepreneurship, like at all?
1: First, you kind of got to figure out. What's your path? What are you looking to do? Are you looking to get into real estate? Are you looking to get into insurance? Are you looking to, you know, what are you looking to get into? What are you passionate about? I'm passionate about real estate. I'm passionate about helping first time buyers. I love working with first time buyers. I love helping people get top dollar for their house when we sell it. You know, I'm passionate about real estate. Um, Figure out what you're passionate about first and then find the experts in that field. Go to them. Hey, I'm looking for a mentor. Do you mentor? If not, they will. If someone comes to me. I don't mentor. I will help along the way, but I'm not. i not taking on mentees.
2: Right, 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 right. But
1: um, I can show you the path and who to go to, and who's the great, great mentors in the business right. to talk to, and start there. That's what I would do.